When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And how you guys doing? Welcome to episode 800. We want to send out a big thank you to all our subscribers and followers for helping us achieve this big milestone. 1,000's right around the corner, but it's a somber one. The trial of the New Hampshire 7 has begun. And boy, am I already freaking pissed. You can see the memorial to the seven that were killed in that crash right behind me. You're going to see a video of its dedication and all that type of stuff. But it is coming out that the defense is now trying to blame the motorcyclists for the accident. Can you believe this? It's like in any other trial, they have to blame somebody else to get. The blame off of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, this is one of the trials that we're covering. The other trials, of course, is the Mongols trial. So we got two trials going on right now that we're trying to bring some information to you. And to all the fanboy, the bootlickers that are complaining that we're covering the little Dave stuff too much, go blow on a rock or something will you it's news it's a court case it wasn't anybody that brought it to the forefront but little dave himself he's the one going on all kinds of media and now the transcripts are being released episode by episode so bootlickers you know what you can do with my rear behind anyway i'm not gonna waste any more time on these morons we're going to go to this serious subject right now of new hampshire and we got some videos for you but i just want you to see what some of the papers around the country are saying about the start of this case it's all over the place right now all over the place this case has been years in the making so of course they're going to leech on to whatever they can without bringing facts all they're gonna do is start putting in hearsay and all that stuff and it's already started here we go right now seattletimes.com motorcyclist truck plowed through like a bowling ball now if you remember with this guy he was hopped up there was videos days beforehand him and men and doing drugs and heroin. But, and he even flipped a car or some shit like that, I think it was. Anyway, anyway, let's stick to what we got here because I'm going to start going crazy here on a rant. The cops knew he shouldn't be driving. But because they didn't transmit the information to Massachusetts, New Hampshire, wherever this guy's from. He was still driving, and that's what caused this accident. 
of course, you're going to have a little drink in you. When you're a biker, you're going on a poker run, a fundraiser, whatever. But that doesn't mean you were drunk. That doesn't mean you were the cause of the accident. He's the one who crossed the double line. The last rider in a group of Marine Motorcycle Club members, yes, Marines, testified Wednesday that he saw a, quote, ball of flame, and then a truck, quote, plowing through motorcycles like a bowling ball in a 2019 crash in New Hampshire that killed seven bikers, killed seven bikers. Michael testified in the trial of truck driver POS, as I'm going to refer to him right now. He said he saw the westbound truck, which was pulling a flatbed trailer, hits, and by the way, the truck driving company knew of his record, and I believe they're closed and they were fine. I got to check that. Hit some of the eastbound riders shortly after the group left a motel to head to a American Legion post for a meeting that July, uh, June 21st. He said he tried to help them, but he saw that some had died, including a husband and a wife, underneath the trunk's bumper. After I saw that, I couldn't do anything for them. I covered them up. Could you imagine seeing something like that? Another rider who died was thrown off a bike and found in the woods, he said. One was slumped over bushes. Another was pinned underneath the trailer. He saw the truck was on fire. He ran into the driver. Quote, he just jumped out of the truck, started screaming. What did I do? What did I do? Mommy, mommy, oh my God, oh my God. He knew he was in the wrong. He admitted it. He said he tried to keep POS away from the burning truck, but that POS made trips back to the vehicle to retrieve items. He asked him what happened. He mentioned he lost control of the trailer. Now, he pleaded not guilty to multiple counts of neg uh, negligent homicide, manslaughter, driving under the influence, and reckless conduct. And he has been in jail since. Now, the prosecutor said he had taken drugs that day and was driving recklessly. But his lawyer said he was not impaired at the time. Guy liked heroin, was it? And other hardcore drugs? But he wasn't impaired at the time? They said, now this is where they're accusing, the president of the Jarheads Motorcycle Club, Albert Woody Maza, who led the Packer Riders, was drunk lost control of his motorcycle, and came in contact with his, the POS's truck first. The nerve. 
the nerve. It's kind of like a sexual assault case. They always blame the victim in court. These defense attorneys have no soul. None. None whatsoever. Let's go to the video of the dedication for the memorial. And I want you to see just what was lost. The unveiling of a new monument at the Mount Jefferson View Motel sparked memories, tears, hugs, and a sense of gratitude for those grieving last summer's fatal motorcycle crash. Just want to say thank you on behalf of the Jarheads. Uh, this means everything to us. Last June, seven members of the Jarheads Motorcycle Club were killed when a truck crossed the double yellow line and hit them head on. After hearing the news, the band Recycled Percussion raised money for a memorial statue. We wanted to build a monument uh, to celebrate their life and put it in a place where people can come remember them and just pay tribute. Summit Metal Fabricators in Plastow stepped in to donate the materials and manpower to ensure the money raised would go directly to the victims' families. Everything was done after hours. Um, there's probably 12 or 1,300 at least, if not more hours into the, the whole process. The monument stands out prominently on this stretch of grass right next to the road. It weighs over 4,000 pounds. It's five feet wide and 30 feet long. It represents the five motorcycles involved in the crash and the names of those who died. It certainly is fitting. Um, you know, they're traveling in the right direction um, in order, you know, seniority and um, it's just fitting. It really is just perfect. You want something special, you want something different, you want something unique, but you want something that people can drive by and, and it gives them chills, and that's exactly what this will do. Everyone is invited to visit the monument at the Mount Jefferson View Motel. They were the victims, not him. They were the victims. And what I don't understand is why the judge doesn't want to allow some of the evidence in the court. Why is it? Because he's Ukrainian? I'm just asking. Yes, we've done a story before this one about how the judge didn't want to allow some stuff into evidence. Yeah, it made him look pretty bad. And about his previous drug use, you can't have... What are you, crazy? They have a picture of the cops busting this guy. Days before this accident. But you have the nerve to try to use that defense. That defense, you're going to try to blame the victims. Seven people that are dead. Oh, the guy that was uh, the lead, he's the one who crossed the line. He was drunk. What kind of nonsense, what kind of nonsense is that? I hope the jurors do not buy into your crap. And I get it. It's the East Coast where they're a lot more free-minded thinking. Hopefully they're going to listen to the damn evidence. Listen how this reporter at the end covers this story. Randolph in 2019. Prosecutors say the truck driver, Vladimir Zukovsky, was high on a cocktail of drugs when he crossed the center line on Route 2. 
Jurors viewed the location of the crash yesterday, where that pickup truck towing a steel trailer allegedly sideswiped a group of motorcycles traveling the opposite direction. Graphic images of the crash scene were shown in court. Photos and video by the first people on scene captured the burning pickup truck and motorcycles strewn across the road. Impairment is the cornerstone for the state and the defense, but which impaired driver is responsible is vastly different. Prosecutors say Zukovsky was high on a cocktail of drugs. The defense says the president of the motorcycle club was drunk and was the lead motorcycle. His one word answer was drugs. He admitted he wasn't paying attention. He admitted he crossed the yellow line. He admitted he snorted drugs before getting behind the wheel that morning. Albert Quinimaza was drunk, was not looking where he was going, lost control of his motorcycle. El Maza caused this accident. Glashikowski is not guilty. Zukovsky has support in the courtroom, three or four people. A large contingent of the Jarheads Motorcycle Club is here as well. Coming up at 5 o'clock, the prosecution admits that Mazza was drinking before the crash. They tell the jury why. That doesn't matter. The nerve of that defense attorney. Here is a guy who was snorting all kinds of stuff before he got behind the wheel, and he was a CDL driver. Why did he have that license? Anybody that has a CDL knows you do not want to get messed up and get behind that wheel because you're going to lose everything. Oh, he wasn't high at the time. Bull. And then you go and say he wasn't paying attention. Mazza, the lead rider? Are you crazy? Obviously, you don't know how to ride deuce. Or obviously, you don't know what it takes to ride stagger. Oh, he was paying attention. It was this guy, the POS, that crossed the lines. And it's amazing. You can hear the contempt in that reporter's voice at the end. To me, anyway, that's my opinion. But this trial is ongoing. It's expected to last two weeks. We're going to see how this plays out. We're going to be watching it every minute, bringing it to you, the more that we find out about it. Anyway, we're going to go to the second half of the show right now, right after this music break. We'll be right back. Loud thunder, heavy rain, thin lines between joy and pain. It's a long, strange trip, it's all insane.
Great classic rock and roll memory. WMMR DB Rockford. And happy Friday to all you out there, you hooligans. Episode 800. We're kicking ass, taking names, and moving forward. We have the China Doll live right now. (laughs) Ha ha. Things to go back to normal, what, next week or the week after, whatever Monday the, hell the is. 15th. She'll be on camera then. All the time. We do keep it fresh with the episodes, though. Congratulations, 800. 800, man. Congratulations. That, that's a big freaking milestone right there. Only 200 away from 1,000 episodes on the what? podcast platform. What? Started this stuff a long time ago, and uh, it's still moving forward. One of the top podcasts in the world. 1.5%, by the way. Woo! Yes. Sweet! Yes. Kicking ass, taking names. Damn right. That's and now you're a part go. of it. Yay, me! And we got a spinoff show, uh, China's Chit Chat, every Monday at 9.30 a.m. That's right. That's right. Because I'm awesome. You are awesome. Because I suck at YouTube. I'm just going <laughs> to face the freaking facts. I, I don't suck. know why you suck at YouTube. Yeah, it's hard. Because it... I don't like staring at a camera the whole entire time. Because then I get knocked because I use notes. And yeah, so screw it. Yeah, you have to learn I, how to freewheel that I shit. mean, I got a pretty face, but I got a voice. And I'll just use my voice. It's so you fine. would never be a good actress. Hell the fuck no. <laughs> no. I'd need... I'd be like... Line. <laughs> Line. <laughs> no. Hell no. 
Well, we're reviewing a movie. It's uh, Movie we're gonna, Day Friday. But, yeah, but we're going to do that in a minute. Later on. Yeah, later on. Second half. What are we second doing? Second half. Second half. Because I got some other stuff we're going to talk about today. See what happens when she gets back on uh, video. She wants to be so no damn demanding and shit. All right. You know, this is something, you know, we all need to start thinking about. We all do. We all need to start thinking about this. We're all getting up there in age, right? Well, you are. Shut the fuck up. You are. I'm 49. Yeah, but your big 50's coming. Not in, for a year, dude. I just turned 49 last month. I got a year yet. Let it be. Oh. I got are you year. afraid, though? No. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not, because then when I turn when when it's time for me to turn 51, I'm 49 again. I'm going backwards. Oh, you go backwards. So I'm going to hit 50, and then after that, it goes back down. Done. Over it. <laughs> so being that you know me everybody knows by now i'm petrified of death okay why it's just a cycle of life i don't care but we're not going to talk about and that and then you come back we... again no i don't want to if i do i better be a dog or a cat uh, or a wolf something cool not a person you don't want to be another person Fuck you don't no. want to recycle uh, i don't want to be an adult what's funny about that though there are billions and billions and billions of planets in the universe. Why am I on this one? Hold on. <laughs> it, it makes sense. Okay. Billions of other places, and I know there's life out there, but we always reincarnate to Earth. I don't, it, that's where I don't believe that. I don't know, but, okay. Wouldn't you want to reincarnate as something like uh, 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 an alien or some shit like that? No. Move on that's a little not. bit? If anything, I want to be an avatar. Well, there you go. A big blue person. <laughs> I'd Why can't you reincarnate to a big blue person? I, I want to be a big avatar. I want to be an avatar. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You actually like that? I make a sexy avatar. You should check out my TikTok. Yeah. I made that like a, about a month ago. I make a cute TikTok avatar. Yeah, TikTok. <laughs> all right. So... Here's something that we should all be thinking about, you know, as we are aging, because these are things that people don't think about, you know, like, what happens if... Do you think about it? I do. Okay. What happens if you pass away before your child graduates high school? What, oh my goodness gracious, that is terrible. What happens if you pass away before your child gets married, before they have children, See where I'm getting at? Mm -hmm. Basically, what what do you want to leave to your children if they pass before a, a milestone in their life takes place? Well, back and in we're the not and we're not talking possessions. Back in the day, that's what godfathers and godmothers were supposed to do. On the Italian side, you know, you would have your godmother or godfather that would take care of the kid if something happened to you. Now see, it's, it's a tradition really not followed now. Now see, it's different. When I was growing up, a godparent, a godmother, or a godfather are just supposed to make sure that your child has a religious upbringing. Mm -hmm. That they, you know. Well, that was all part of it. But that's it. No, nah, there was the Italian. But stuff. there's nothing further than that. In, in you know, I grew up Lutheran, so there's nothing further than that. It was all based on making sure that your child had a religious upbringing. Mm. Okay, but we're getting off topic. No, actually, we're not because that's part of raising a kid. I mean, it is. It is. So I hope you all picked up good godparents for your children. 
Dude, I know the whatever. Our godparents are pretty cool for our kids. Mm. They're your brothers, right? <laughs> to be honest, they're your brothers. Mm. All right, but what I'm talking about is okay. We're not talking about a living will or in your will. You're leaving them your freaking Harley, or you're leaving them your jewelry, or you're leaving them this. You're leaving them that. No. That has nothing to do with it. I'm talking about if something suddenly happens and you pass before your child or children reach a milestone in their life, what should you leave behind? And the biggest thing and the best thing that you can do is you leave advice. Advice has to be the biggest thing. What was that movie when Michael Keaton was dying? He actually uh, was filming. He videotaped everything. Yeah, he videotaped everything. Yeah. Well, with the way day and age with cameras nowadays, I think that'd be your best bet. Me, I'm old school. I'd probably do a little bit of both. I'd do videos for my kids, and I'd also write things down. I got all kinds of journals. Like with both of our kids, if something was to happen to me before either one of them got married, I would want something give my words of advice for getting married and you know what like i'm hoping the best for you i wish i could be there i'm there in spirit you know something sentimental something touching some words of advice or you know if you knew who the guy was or the girl was before and he didn't like them you should just put just say no on the top of that letter you know (laughs) problem is do you do that now I think so. In case an accident happens. I think so. Because nobody knows when something like that's going to happen. Nobody does, but it's like something sudden can happen. And what, you know, you're going to have no words of wisdom or, you know, like your child, at, at least if you write a letter or a video for them to view or read, you know, maybe the day before their wedding or the day of their wedding, at least they'll feel like you're more present. Mm hmm. You know, and not be so upset because you're not there. Right. You know, they have children and you pass before the, you know, your grandchildren are born. At least this way, they will have a video or words of wisdom on paper, you know, making their grandparents, making you feel like you can even write a letter to the child. You can write, you know, do a video for that child that's coming into this world or at least something to your child. For having, you know, that they're giving birth, you know, or, you know, they're going to be, or they're going to be a father. Sorry. It was hectic today at work. Sorry. I was crazy. Damn beer delivery guys. Well, let's go back to one of them. And that's if you pass away before your kids are of age. The things that they go through, if a family member doesn't pick them up. They go through the foster system. And I have to think going through the foster system is going to really fuck them up, compounded by their parents' death. Exactly. And they're going to get raised in foster care, probably bounced around. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be a terrible event on them. Mm Mm-hmm. That's why I think it's important to designate somebody and actually talk to them about if something happens to you, are you willing to do this? Right. Because you got to find out. Because, you know, 
you can drop it on them by dying, and they they're not able to do it. Yeah, that they might not be financially stable, but hopefully you have ways to. And this is directed more towards our younger audience because they're raising kids right now. Yeah, a lot of these kids don't think that far ahead. I mean, in our situation, I mean, yes, we have five grandchildren, and you know there are five children, adult children, and like with our two. Neither one of them are married, so I w- if something was to happen to me, I'd want something in writing or on video to make them feel more at ease for the day that they're getting married or for when they have their first child if I can't physically be there. Mm-hmm. I That's something that I would want to do for them. Well, that's all fine and nanny, but the seriousness is what people really have to go back to. What do you mean? Well... In this case, if the parents are gone, you have to make the arrangements. That has to be the most important part of this whole thing, of being prepared. As far as what? Making oh. sure those kids are taken care of. Okay, but I'm right now I'm speaking about adult children. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you got to make sure that you have somebody where if you have children under the age of 18, you're going to definitely want to make sure you have arrangements on who is going to take care of that child. I mean, has anybody ever thought that far into it? Because, I mean, with us having adult children, it's a little bit different now. But even before they were adults, I would constantly, like, I'll be honest. When we were at our daughter's baptism, my firstborn, and we were at her baptism, and I was sitting there going, if something happens to me, who's going to take care of my kid? Well, of course, my my first instinct was my parents. They're too old. But they were not young, and my dad is no longer here, and yeah, the last person I'd leave my daughter to right now would be my mother. But it's like, you gotta have either a relative or a close friend or someone that would be willing to step up and become the parent of your child if something, God forbid, happens. Raise them like they were their own. I mean, there's a lot of situations, like, of course, like, he, you know, it's me and Hollywood. So there's a lot of two-parent households. So if something happens to one of the spouses, the other spouse is going to step up and take care of the children. Hopefully. Hopefully. But there are some situations out there where people are single parents. Do you, as a single parent, have any clue... What? Who will take care of your child if, God forbid, something happens? And ain't that a thing to think about as if you do have two parents, but during life, I would guess you would say, they didn't have nothing to do with the kids? And then that would be worry, terrible. And worrying about if something happens to you and if they're going to step up. Exactly. And you got to also think, you know, as a younger person... You know, you got to look at the big picture and be like, okay, well, I'd send them to my parents. Okay, well, you got to think about the age of your parents and whether or not, like, if you have a five-year-old and your parent, you, you know, your personal, your own parents are in their late 50s or 60s, the, I personally don't think somebody in their late 50s, 60s is going to be able to care for from five years old up to 18 no, because at any point they could pass something can away. happen to them. So it's like and you then really got to look the system again. Exactly. So you really got to look and you got to pay attention to who you pick to raise your minor children. 
for 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 myself, you know, with our kids being adults, I personally, you know, I don't have to, you know, our son still lives with us, and if something happened to me, Hollywood's here, and I know he'd step up and, you know, deal with our adult children. But if something, God forbid, happened to the both of us, our daughter you already our daughter already knows that her brother would be coming by her. That's why I'm petrified to have you on the back of the bike a lot. Because if something happened to both of us. Right. I'd rather it happen to me than to you. That's why we don't ride together a lot. But you know my reasoning for it. Yeah. I know. And a lot of people don't think that way like I do. It's like, okay, let's go out, party, have fun. But I look at the long picture of if some asshole if some cager, pulled out in front of us. Some cager. Right. Or a semi or whatever. Well, that's really why I got into the helmets lately is because what if something does? It only takes a split second. Mm-hmm. It does. If I could, I'd dress you up in body armor. No, no. Bubble wrap? I will do bubble wrap. You know, they do got the airbag thing, though. Fuck the airbag thing. I want to be wrapped in bubble wrap. (laughs) (laughs) So when I bounce, all you hear is... That'd be fun. But that's something I look, you know, at. I mean... And you always get pissed at me for that. I don't know. Kind of. Because I... Yeah, you do. I do because I love getting wind therapy. I mean, like, the past couple weeks have been really stressful, and the next two weeks are going to be extremely stressful at work. So it's like, would I love to hop on the bike and get some wind therapy? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, I would. Mm -hmm. Because it lowers your stress level. But, you know, of course you're going to want to leave advice for your children for on those special moments. The other thing that you might want to leave is... You know, like your life experiences, family memories, like photos, and like my kids both actually have baby books that I did. That's what we used to do is baby books. I use I actually have both of their books. You still have one of their teeth that fell off. I have each one of their. I got both their teeth. I got their first haircut because I did it. I have their first hair from their first haircut. I have their first birthdays, like everything. It's more for you than it is for the kids. It definitely is, but you know what? I have both their baby books, and yeah, I do. I have both of them. <laughs> and they were all updated, huh? They were all updated. Yes, they are. <laughs> they are. You're a nut, man. <laughs> I'm a spaz. I don't care. I actually will. Like, our daughter's is easy access. It's underneath the bed in her old room. Mm. Our son's is in the attic. But the other thing is, like, What would you give advice for if our eldest was getting married? If our daughter? Yeah. Well, for one, it's our daughter, so I would hate to miss that moment. Mm. So I can be like a blubbering idiot and cry my eyes out. But one of the things that I would do is tell her that she needs to make sure that the person that she's with really loves her for who she is. And doesn't judge her. Let's her be herself and takes care of her. I mean, it, I would recommend she at makes, least a seven year deal before she, she gets married. I mean, she <laughs> makes she 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 makes good money at what she does. I'm hoping she finds someone that is, you know, makes about the same amount. Not right? not it really comes to the money. With no, you. no, no. Don't put words in my mouth that he he can he's able to support himself. 
Like she can support herself. Yeah, you gotta so watch if out they're for both, lazy fucks. If they're both independent and can financially support themselves, I don't want her going with somebody that ain't fucking working. Mm-hmm. I want her to be with somebody that can financially support themselves. So when they t- are together, they can have you know be able to financially support each other. Where they actually, where the guy actually works. Exactly. I don't want her to be with no bum or no part timer. No. See, that's one thing that upset me about our daughter, though. Uh, Brit? Yeah, she had... Oh, she had an amazing guy that was really interested in her. But she didn't want a deal she didn't want because him. he was a mechanic. Yeah, and I did not raise her that way. Well, it seems like you did. No, I did not. I did not raise her to judge people about what job they have. Because let me tell you, if I was in her position and I was in her shoes... And I had a mechanic. Dude, I'd totally go for that because, man, you ain't got to worry about your car. And he and treated, they make good money. And he treated her well. He was willing to drive from, by us, to her to take her out to dinner all the time while she was in college. I think the college fucked that up. And what happened was, is every time they were going to go on a date, even as just friends... Because they were friends all through high school. So even when, before they were going to go on a date, like the day of, she'd cancel. And that's wrong on her. And that's wrong on her. And I did not raise her to be that way because I never told her to go for somebody that has money. That is, I've never, if I was going to go for somebody that has money, would I have started dating you? I'm not saying that. I'm saying <laughs> I think the college really fucked up her mind. Well, a lot of, yeah, the college did a lot of damage on her. I ain't gonna lie. But I just want it where she's with somebody that makes her happy, lets her be who she is, doesn't try to change her, and that they have a good bond and a good relationship. And these are questions. Both financially stable. So, of course, I'm gonna. These are questions and concerns of why. People want to hear everything's going to be all right before they die. Yes, 100%. Like, I'd be a bitch, and until one of my, until both my kids tell me that they're going to be okay, I would fight to my fullest not to die just because I want to hear them say it. Mm-hmm. I would do everything in my power. So you have the milestone of getting married. Yes. But then having their own kids. Yes. That I would want to... You got to give advice. I would want to give advice and like, especially with our daughter, be like, and if you have a colicky child like you were, <laughs> give it nine months. It could go nine away. Nine months, you fucking brat. <laughs> it can go away. But I would want not just to like it when because if she has a t- if she has her own child, I would want to give her advice on you know how you know it's not going to be easy. God knows it ain't. You got to even after they're eighteen. You got to take one day at a time. You know, and I would personally want to leave a a letter and maybe a bunch of letters for that grandchild. Mm, So they get to know you because a lot of grandkids don't know their grandparents. They don't know because they've already passed away. But I would want to express to her and to the new grandchild, you know, Especially, you know, this is your firstborn. Uh, this might be your only. We don't know, you know. And just, I, I want to give her advice on the things that I, that, that, you know, that I would, that I struggled with when I had her. And 
you know, yes, I went back to work two weeks after I had her because I, you know, we had to, we, we were a two person income. I had to go back to work. You know, I had babysitters at that time, but then when she turned, you know, you know, nine months old, she was in daycare and daycare is not cheap. It wasn't back then. And I'm sure it ain't now. It's probably worse now, but I'd want to give her all kinds of advice on this. You know, if this situation arises, here's some things you can do. If this situation arises, you know, and just give her all kinds of advice. Mm. Yeah, I know. I'm saying you know a lot. <laughs> and then, you know, I give her all kinds of photo albums because I actually have about 20 of them up in the attic. Uh, it's harder now because everything's digital. But I do have a lot of, uh, what are them things called? Where you keep store photos on USB oh, drives? USB. USB things. I got like four or five of those that have photos on them. You know, and I have my phone and everything. But I'd want to leave advice. I mean, that's the biggest thing is leaving advice. What about family history? Family stories is another thing. Um, many children were very lo- young when they lose like their grandparents and their parents and the stories that they missed out on, you know, you can, hopefully your child remembers those stories and can tell their children the stories that you told them as they were growing up. But you'd want to leave something video. It's a lot more than just leaving property or gifts. It's it's because the it's, greatest gift's going to be able to hear from you when they, because they can listen to it over and over and over. Or again. if you write it in a letter, they can read it and treasure that letter. And well, they can with a letter, but I I'd suggest a video. Well, I would do both. Personally, I would do both. I would do video and I would do letters because you know how I like to rewrite stuff. But. It's it's yeah, it's not about who's going to get the Harley, who's going to get the house, who's going to get the the truck, who's going to get the car. It, that, I mean, it's, that's interesting. Nobody's getting the Harley. It's going. It's by. I don't but, want my kids riding. But it it it's way more than that. It, it's like 10 times more than that. It's you, it needs to be more personal. It's not oh, I'm leaving you all my debt. Eh. <laughs> I mean, who's not going to have debt? But I'd want down the line, I mean, I can't do it today, can't do it tomorrow, but somewhere down the line, you know, I'm getting cremated. They better keep me on their freaking carryo cabinet or on their shelving unit. I already uh, figured out what I'm doing with you. Oh, Jesus, stuffing me and putting me in this chair. No. Once you get cremated, I'm going to put your ashes next to the dog's ashes. That's some bullshit. How is that bullshit? You're going to put me in my curio cabinet next to the dogs? Yes. Fuck off. Why is that fuck off? You love them dogs. I do love them dogs, but it doesn't mean I want to have my ashes with theirs. Why? Your daughter wants to make me a tree. Well, that's fine, but I get some ashes too. You do. It gets split in three. And then I get your little, you know, thing and I put you You just like the dogs. You're going to put me in an oak box too? Actually, that's a good idea. You're going to put a dog collar around it like we have around the dogs? No, I'll put, you know, your eyeglasses or something around it. You ain't putting my eyeglasses. What the hell? I don't wear these all the time. Yeah, but I still can put it there. Or you put you know, one of my bandanas. Or I mean, a pair of panties. There you go. Put one of my thongs around my Why around would you my get obsessed with me box. doing that? Weirdo. 
Seriously, why would you get upset for me putting you next to Harley and Coda? It's just weird, man. Can't you put me somewhere else? Oh, you got to be a center of attention. Yeah, so like put me on a shelving unit right behind you here in the studio. (laughs) So I'm on camera every time you are. Nah. (laughs) Somebody will knock you down. Yeah, the cat. (laughs) Fucking cat who's, uh, you know, always going after my freaking sound panels. I can't believe you get pissed off if I did that. You love them dogs. I do love them dogs. I still love them dogs. I actually do open my curio cabinet from time to time, and yeah, I'm weird. I talk to well, them. I talk we- to their ashes. That ain't weird. But the weirder part of that is, I can open my curio cabinet, and the minute I do, Zena, our pit, will come over there and want to sniff their collars because yeah. they're still a scent. Yeah, there's still a scent after all these years. Because they have been locked in that cabinet all Mm. these years. Well, that's why I say, you know, do that. You know, you're going to be a tree. My daughter's taking some of my ashes and actually planting a tree with some of my ashes in it. Well, that's fine. I don't know what our son's doing. Oh, he wants to keep my head so he could put it on a Roomba. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking dork. He's like, he's like, they can cremate you from the neck down, but your head is going on one of them little vacuums so it can go around my floor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you're stupid. But whatever. I and, still think we should stuff you for the show. And put me in this chair? Yeah. That'd be creepy as fuck. That's going to start to smell. <laughs> and it ain't going to be tuna. Not if we do a, you know, a linen on you where they come in and, you know... Prep you again. Mummify me and shit. Yeah, fresh oh, stuff. Well, there are people that get buried sitting on top of their bikes. Oh, yeah, I've like that one guy? That, yeah, I've seen that shit. Yeah, that's they make some, the glass enclosure. The glass and enclosure, and he's sitting on his bike. That's some. That's awesome. Creep, that's creepy. How the fuck is that creepy? That is creepy. <laughs> no, how is that creepy? How would y'all like to walk into my memorial service and see me sitting in a chair with headphones on? <laughs> They used to do, they still do that kind of stuff. (laughs) Up in front, not a casket, just me sitting there. That would be badass. Chilling. See, I can make an enclosure for, you know, take the measurements here, make you an enclosure for a coffin. No, dude. (laughs) No. You wouldn't want that? You know what? That's a good idea for me. You want to sit right there? Hell yeah! I'd drive everybody underground crazy at that point. <laughs> Just put him in a closed box right here. He's fine. And you know what would be even better? What? Have all my episodes replaying on a, you know, a sound thing on top of the grave. What the fuck? Yeah, they do that now, where you'd have videos on the gravestone. Dude, they also have it where they bury, they they put your casket in, and there's a bell on top, and they put the string in oh, your yeah, casket old to see if you ding it. But it's I'm not... talking about that would be awesome. No. Having replays of the show going. While you're buried? While I'm buried. <laughs> and now, broadcasting underground six feet, it's Hollywood. That would be beautiful. <laughs> Dude, that's creepy. <laughs> I don't care. That's creepy. Now you got it to where that's what I want. Oh, my God. You better write that down because if it ain't written down, it ain't getting done. <laughs> that's beautiful. You better put that in your living room. I just got to buy another grave because you probably need two graves side by side for it to fit. 
That is so weird. How is that weird? <coughs> yeah, but the, the lot next to the one you have isn't available, so... Yeah, it does kind of suck. So I don't know how you're going to do that. You'd have to go somewhere else. Well, you know, I'm looking at it right here. You know, it, it's smaller than a casket size, so I should fit. Be a little cramped. You ain't going to know if it's cramped. You'll be dead. <laughs> you ain't going to know. But they do prop people up. They still do that shit. <laughs> you got guys uh, you got buried some... in their car. <laughs> you got them t- on Discord. They said they have them. Have them sitting on his boat floating down the river (laughs) (laughs) what a sight that would be dead dude floating (laughs) well when that guy was buried on his bike yeah he turned heads yeah literally literally the problem was when i looked closely at it it wasn't reinforced so that thing ain't gonna last underground Mm -mm. you gotta reinforce that shit Mm -hmm. and there was none Mm mm-mm but you got to give the guy an A for freaking effort. Oh, man. hell yeah. Definitely. That was badass. Definitely. But thanks for giving me the idea. You're not welcome. You are going to bear me just like I am right now. Naked with your dick in your hand? Oh, that's not how you look right now. My bad. Damn, she has an imagination going right now. <laughs> she thinking dirty thoughts. But that's what we're going to do. I'm going to have my freaking station here. Transferred into a glass coffin or fiber, whatever, plexiglass. Reinforced. And I'm going to be uh, broadcasting from the underworld. Oh, my God. Yeah, literally from the <laughs> underworld. Because you're going to, I don't know if you're going upstairs, And the sweetie. shows are going to be freaking on replay. I don't know if you're going upstairs, sweet pea. I have a, you know, a pretty good relationship with the old man upstairs. All right, let's we got hope th- so, because... We got some things to work on, but... Let's hope so. <laughs> Why would you say such a mean thing to me? I don't know, because I already know I'm going to hell to take over, so what the hell? You know what, I, when me? people say that... Want to join me? <laughs> when people say that, I find it so bad. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know where I'm going, and I'm not going to well, think about that. Well, nobody does, but they should try And to... I'm not going to think about that at this specific time in life. Yeah, but they should strive to go upstairs. Well, everybody should. It's not funny when you but say, sometimes... hey, I'm going to take over. Hell no, you ain't going to take over. They don't fuck you up. Okay, we're off topic. Let's get back. Other things that you should leave behind is if you have family recipes that are passed down through the generations. Well, that's not going to happen with you because... Fuck off. You know, they're going to have to say microwave this, microwave that. You got to go to Walmart to get mac and cheese in a little box that's pre-prepared. It's good stuff, but at the same time, you know, you can, uh, <laughs> you know, do it yourself. One, but family uh, recipes ain't going to happen with you. Yeah, whatever. God, it's called microwave. That's what I'm just going to put. It's called microwave. Another thing that you might want to is if you ever had regrets in life, leave something that talks about things that you wanted to accomplish but never did, like a job field that you always wanted to do and you never did, or things that you wanted to achieve in life that you were not able to achieve. You got to chase your, you got to let them know to chase their dreams. Exactly. I don't want you to end up having regrets. You need to follow your heart. You need to follow what you want in life. If you want to travel, you need to travel. If you want to do this, you need to do it. 
And especially don't listen to fucking negative Nancys. No, definitely not. There's too many of them. God, more than you know. More than you know. You know, it's good to take advice, but you have to take the right advice. Exactly. Negative Nancys suck. Yeah, that they do. That they do. Definitely. So, I mean, th this is just something that I've been thinking about for quite some time. and I just Are you, figured, like, going anywhere anytime soon? Do I not am know I dying? something? Yeah, am no. I... Not that I, I don't know. know what's going on here. No, it's just something that I've been thinking about for a long time. And I've been thinking about it, you know, pretty much since we had our daughter. But it's like, you know, I just... Now figured. you're older. I'm older, a little wiser, and, you know, just figured... But we got uh, the youngest ones off at 18 now, going to be 19. Next month, yeah. Next month. Uh-huh. I think we have to worry about the grandbabies... Right. But as far as kids are concerned, our two are so damn close. Right. We don't have to worry about that. But it's like if anything happened, you know, neither one of them are married. Neither one of them have kids. So, you know, I'd like to leave you know, a little something, something. Little something, huh? A little something for them. We'll be right back. It's poison. Nothing but a good time. Especially if Hollywood's underneath the ground doing his show still. <laughs>
It's actually one billion, one million oh, you for imagine, mega. You imagine winning something like that for mega? I think it goes. I think it's an inside job, any damn way. I spent my four dollars. You know, I had somebody this morning, not gonna lie, at work, gave me a hundred dollars to play Mega Millions today. You? Well, I'm not. No, not give me the money. I uh, paid a hundred dollars for get a got a hundred dollars in freaking mega tickets. Why would they do that? I don't know. Because they're dumb. You know, it only takes one. But I spent $4 because it's $2 a line. But I'd spent, be happy just winning 100 grand out of that. I spent, I spent $4. But I can't buy it at my work. I had to buy it somewhere else. So what do you have to do? You got to get like four numbers to win 100 grand or some shit? Well, 
You win money if you just get the damn Mega Ball. <laughs> yeah, like two bucks. Yeah, two dollars. You get your two dollars back. But how do you win like a hundred thousand dollars? Is it like four numbers? Four, five? You got to get four or more numbers to win anything good. That's it, what I'm shooting for. It's four numbers or five numbers or all five plus the Mega, the Mega Ball. Oh, okay. So I you mean, gotta some get the people ma- Mega I, Ball plus the numbers. Yeah, pretty much. That Mega Ball makes the big difference. And then you got the Mega Plier if you get the Mega Plier. What the fuck is that? <laughs> it costs an extra dollar per line. It's the Mega Plier. I don't know what the fuck that is. If you get the Mega Plier, it, t- it multiplies your winnings. So why didn't you get that? Because I didn't. I don't care. Because I ain't going to win. Well, that's such a negative Nancy attitude. Dude, I ain't got that kind of fucking luck. I ain't got no horseshoe up my fucking ass. <laughs> I'm no. sitting here Mm-mm. in decent proposal. You, you've you seen that one with De- Demi Moore, Woody yeah. Harrelson. Yeah. When a rich guy officer offers him a million dollars to sleep with his wife for one night. Would you do it? Fuck yeah, I would. Yeah. China's going to sleep with somebody else as soon as a million dollars is A million dollar comes. Yeah, you know what? Uh, what kind of negligee you want her to wear? Or do you want her to wear high heels? Or <laughs> So if the big, if a good number comes around and they offer you a good enough amount of money to sleep with me for one night, I'm gone? You're gone. Jesus. Who wants me as a sleepover? It's a million dollar start. I, I, guess, I guess I need to have a sleepover. I'm going to have to have a bidding more. Oh, Jesus, ain't nobody gonna pay no million dollars to sleep with me. What the fuck's wrong with you? Well, don't you not have self-esteem? <laughs> Fuck no. Ain't nobody gonna pay no million dollars to be with China. Hell no. Nah. Okay. You'd be lucky to get like $500. <laughs> too low, too low, too low. <laughs> 10000 We're getting into Fucking this. really? You ain't going to see that kind of money for my ass. Just shut the front door. But I just it's thought... not that, happening. That was just the weirdest movie I've ever seen was indecent, you know, Somebody, Somebody's going to be like, here's $5, Hollywood. You'll be like, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wait, no, make it 20 so I can get two packs of cigarettes. <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> That'd be you. I gotta at least have two packs of cigarettes to last me the night. So give me $20. She's yours. It's fine. No, nah, I think I'd hold out for a carton. <laughs> They're like only fucking like 130 40 bucks, dude. That's all I'm worth is a carton of cigarettes now. I'm good you started for a at a days. billion. No, a million. A million. A million dollars. Now you're down. I'll, I'll at least accept a carton of cigarettes. Hey, it's negotiation. So that means you take you anywhere between a, you'll take anywhere between a hundred and two hundred dollars, huh? That's it. Uh, this is a very interesting question. The fuck? Very interesting question. I guess I'm somebody's for two hundred bucks. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, let's pull you out of it. Carton if you have a significant other, yeah, wife, girlfriend, what would be that price? As a proposal for them to spend one night with your spouse, with a rich man, with your spouse. All right, yeah. Anybody in Discord right now, put in there. What's the number? Because what I is, know you motherfuckers are doing. What is the dollar amount you would give up your spouse for one night to a rich man or woman? What is the dollar amount you would take? Or the starting 
or negotiation. The, the starting price. negotiation price. Because one million dollars to a fucking rich motherfucker is like shit. ten dollars. It ain't shit. So I'd have to start a little high. You know, it depends what they want to do with the old lady too. No, if they're too because, much of freaks. No, because that wouldn't be considered an option. It would be this is the, this dollar amount for one night with your spouse. What would you take? From a millionaire, whether it's a female millionaire or a male millionaire. So the number. I want to see what I want to see in Discord right now. What dollar amount you would accept for one night with your spouse? Hundred k. Hundred k. I think that's a, a good negotiation price. Don't you think you're worth at least a hundred k? Now you ain't gonna see that kind of shit for me. No, that's I'm. Uh, we're talking <laughs> fantasy stuff here. Real, you know, not reality. But if <laughs> what would you take if a millionaire came up to me and said five dollars? No, seriously. No, for me or for you? For you, what would you want? Because it's a fifty-fifty split here. Oh, what would I want? <laughs> oh, I thought you meant if they wanted you, I'd be like five dollars. He yours for the night is fine. Geo would take a hundred k. I I think that's a good number. Yeah, because if I and I half, think both spouse, I want half because I'm the one going. I want half. I think both spouses would jump on something like this, even though a woman say, "No, nah, I wouldn't do that." Bullshit. I find it funny. Geo's the only one that answered. <laughs> Other ones are scared. Come on, people. They're scared. They want to hold I, I'm this giving Dark, than I'm, I'm giving Dark Soul some leeway. He's driving a truck right now, so I'm not expecting him to answer because he's driving, but. Do you think 100K is good? I do. I think that's a good 50K a piece. Screw, screw the morals, right? Fuck the morals. I want money, if that's the case. Dude, a millionaire comes up to me and said, how much for you for one night? Um. Hmm. What would it be? What would be the number? I'd go with Geo. I'd say with the same thing as Geo. 100K. 100K. And That's... what conditions would you put on it? No ass. <laughs> yeah, but he's paying 100K for that know. body. Hell nah. Still cut so him So how there. much more would it need? Dude, you better triple that shit if you're going in the booty hole. <laughs> so 300,000. Fuck yeah. 150 piece. Let's go. Really? Yeah. You got to pay extra if you want the butthole, because that's exit only, motherfucker. <laughs> well, usually that's what happens with escorts and stuff. You got to pay extra. But you think that's a good dollar amount. And how would you feel doing the service for a hundred grand? Like a hoe? Why would you feel 1 like a hoe? hundred dial a hoe. <laughs> Why would you want to feel like Dude. a hoe? There you go, Dark Soul, 500K. 500K for Dark Soul. Yeah. So nobody's getting up to the million dollars. Uh-uh. I think they're thinking more logically. More logically, more, you know, reality. <laughs> Randy goes, I'll pay someone to take mine. <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> I'll buy you a beer. <laughs> you imagine the look on their face? I'll pay you, motherfucker. Get her out of here. <laughs> the problem with indecent uh, proposal is she got attached to the guy. Mm-hmm. That's where all the problems always come in these type of deals is women fuck it all up. Why is that? Why do women have to fuck it up? 
It ain't always the women. Oh, come on. Come on. You Why even you admitted always... it that uh, we're emotional beings. Well, yeah, we are, but what the hell? Damn. But in the movie, she fucked it up. Yeah. And the million but dollars see, at that point wasn't worth it. But see, if, if, if money's at stake, dude, we're having some good old sex. I'm going to fuck home in the morning. <laughs> but it. wouldn't knowing that money is a lot and he has a lot more of it, I think women. You think women will go for the money? I think and leave it, their spouse. I got you're damn right. Well, a lot of these men, if they were still getting money for their spouse to keep them over there, then they'd probably take it. You don't think so? You don't think if I think Broad got a hundred k just for one night, she wouldn't want. And if the other, and if the millionaire was like, you know what, you can always come to me. You don't think a woman would do that? I think some women would. I honest. think 99% of women Nah. Work. Come on, don't bullshit. No, I don't think 99. I will honestly say, I would say 75%. They would say fuck their spouse because of the money. Yeah, I say 75%. I still say there's 25% out there that would, wouldn't would do it. And what's that say for the women that do it? They want money. They're demons. They're money hungry. So money can buy love then? Sometimes. Doesn't mean it's buying love. Well, what the hell are they buying then? They buying a piece of ass. <laughs> it don't mean that they're in love with that person. It's time to cruise with your sex drive. Grab onto your clutch, put your mind in the air for masturbation and sexual stimulation. Dare you to tell the truth and get your ass out of neutral. It's time to get your porn. 16. Oh, jeez. You're picking number 16. 16. I... What do we got? What do we got? 16. Never have I ever tried to get with someone who was married. Nah, that's bullshit. I did. <laughs> I did. Guilty. <laughs> guilty. We're both guilty. Yeah, guilty is sin. Yup. What is it about... You so were married when I met you. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I win. You were the other woman. And then I go to I can go talk to your ex-wife over your daughters and be like, you can have them back now. Would you go back? Fuck no. <laughs> Dude, I wanted to fucking strangle her yesterday. Yeah, you and me both. I wanted to put her in a fire pit like Jonah Ark and shit like that. Yeah, well... Is mm -hmm. what it is. I know. You and me both. I'd have to go with uh, 28 now. 28? 28. What do we got? You're going to... I already know your answer. I don't even want to read it. What is it? Have you ever kissed somebody of the same sex? <laughs> what are you, fucking stupid? Well, you said I was going to tell you pick another number. I have, duh. You have... Yeah. Dude, I should punch you in the fucking throat. <laughs> You ain't never kissed a boy? No. I've kissed a girl and I've liked it. I know you did. <laughs> Man, I should smack the shit out of you. You picked the number. I didn't. 41. <laughs> now she has me pissed. Have you ever fallen asleep during foreplay? Guilty. Yes, I have. <laughs> I have. <laughs> you su you bobbing on the knob fell asleep. <laughs> I fell asleep with your dick in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I was all, eh. and I popped the nut. <laughs> You're like, "You're sleeping. I ain't done." <laughs> you just let me borrow your head there for a minute. <laughs> Dude, I'm I'm totally guilty. I fell asleep. I'm gonna lie. <laughs> you guys have a good weekend. And that's all for Motorcycle Madhouse this morning. Don't forget to go over to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Install Insane Throttle TV's channel over on Roku, as well as go get the Insane Throttle Radio app over on Google Play. Rock on until next time.